Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on May the 8th, 2016. Now I won't be prattling on uh, too much about too many things all at once today, but um, uh, I'm still on the, hopefully on the mend, but it's going to take an awful long time and it won't happen by itself. I'm going to really use my own initiative to get some uh, natural, you know, get some help. Basically, I know what has to be done and all the rest of it. But in Canada, literally, you're restricted to uh, a system that allocates X amount of bucks to each person, depending on who you are, too, of course, naturally, your social standing. And then you're on your own. It's up to you to try and live or die. And that's how it is. So I'm doing all the right things to find out why, because I know why I have to get done next and so on. But also, too, um, I'm not going to get weighed down by the, the evil that goes on in the world quite naturally today. And that most folk are immune to, they've been immunized to it. Because being brought up uh, watching this rubbish on television is a sanitized mass slaughter across the world. Uh, a whole generation really have been raised uh, with this all being quite normal. And they can laugh and joke at the same time as they watch this stuff because um, it was intended to, to go this way. I've always said that your minds are not your own, and even your responses to things are not your own either. You've been conditioned uh, to be the way you are. Uh, and really, uh, an outsider who hadn't been conditioned would see you all as being insane, literally, uh, when you can live and uh, accept the fact that your own governments collude with big powers to create mass slaughter across the world, using your tax money too. And I've said too, many years ago, that the big eating machine that the US and Britain and Israel and a few other countries combined, uh, as when they got together to make the big plan for the whole Middle East a long time ago, the big eating machine doesn't stop, even if they achieve the goals that they were created to do, it comes back home to you. It can't stop by itself. And uh, that's why you'll have, you'll see the same conditions that you're seeing an occasional uh, release from the Middle East of bodies all over the place and parts of bodies and the rest of it that are sanitized for the news. They never show on the mainstream news, but there's lots of stuff there for those who care to see. But um, the thing is, we live in a sanitized world where even slaughter, even planned takedown of societies with disease and so on uh, is done carefully and calculatingly by those who are in command and who are the psychopaths at the very, very top. There are people dedicated, or at least have sworn their dedication to their part in the agenda for slaughtering other nations. And you really, really think that they have anything in common with you, even if they happen to be living in the same country as you are. Don't believe that for a second. Don't believe that for a second. Now, I've always known, too, uh, that people tend to identify with uh, the psychopaths that lead their countries. They think they are our people. That's, it was easier to use that in times, times gone by when you thought you were national and so on, and you actually had a country, it's more difficult today, but they still use it uh, like one of ours. What do you mean ours? Uh, are you in the same class? Are you in this world class? 
multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever? Of course you're not. And since these people are involved in making the whole world the way that they wanted to be in the same big club, and you are not involved in the big club, then absolutely, when it comes time to diminish your numbers in a big, fast, dramatic way, and it's quite fast right now, by the way, but it's going to speed up. Um, once they want to do that, so <laughs> they honestly have no, no feelings for you whatsoever. You won't even give them a bad dream down the road. In other words, for many, many years, we try and get people to find out, to find out if they're sane. Are you actually sane? Think about it. Or are you the perfect consumer, citizen that Edward Bernays talked about creating, who'd be obedient, wouldn't look at the bad news, just look at the good news, and, uh, and praise his government and praise the system and, and so on? What are you? And should you be, like Aldous Huxley said during interviews with Mike Wallace and other people too, he said, should you, he said, there are groups of scientific elites who had the ability and the techniques, he talked about the techniques are awfully important, to shape society completely, to be under their control, and to get folk to accept things that perhaps, perhaps the people shouldn't accept for their own good. That's all happened. It's all happened. And Bernie's old technique too, because he was heavily involved in the propaganda for World War I, and onwards for that matter, uh, get folks' mind off the massive slaughter of wars. Sanitize the wars is one way of doing it. Uh, we call it surgical and hy- hygienic wars today, you see. That's what you see on television. You don't see all the mess, you see. And then, two, give them lots of, of uh, fiction, fictional wars, where the good guys always win, and there's always a good moral tale at the end of it, you see. So, are you a product? Are you a Bernays product, is what I'm trying to say here. Are you? Or have you reclaimed yourself? Have you deprogrammed yourself? If you're living in fear constantly and tuning into stations and radio or perhaps to be the, keep you under fear, hype, fear, 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 hype, I'm sorry to say it, but you're a goner. You're not in charge of yourself. And the fear hype role has been used for a long time to disable many people, completely disable them, until they're behaving again, doing things that perhaps they shouldn't do, like spend every pen of got on maybe useless drugs for, for, for a, a fictional thing that's never going to happen in the future, or, or store up so much darn food uh, they would have to have a second house to store it in. And things like that, you see. You're being used by what? Commerce. Massive commerce. And behind all the wars, the real physical wars you've got, you've got massive commerce. And plunder. Always, always. It's a history of the world. And you don't need the physical thing to get it going, just the fear. The technique of fear alone is, it, it immobilizes people.
But you can't think logically when you're living in utter fear all the time. So who's playing with your brain? Always ask that question. Who is playing with your brain? Fear, hype, fear, hype, fear, hype. And again, too, you often get people too that say, well, well, what's the answer to all this? Well, look, look, <laughs> look at the perfect examples you get over the years. Look at them. How many times have I talked about the, the Lone Ranger or, or riding in or Clint Eastwood riding into town and cleaning up the mess on behalf of the villagers who are too cowardly to do it themselves? That's the mythology they've, they've had everybody programmed with. Uh, or just vote the right person in, you know, with the big hat. He'll come into town and clean it all up for you. He'll, he'll do all the work. You sit in your fat gluteus maximus and, and all be done for you. How's that? And in some countries, especially the U.S., are prattling about their, their ability for freedom of speech. Why don't they use it individually? Why don't they use it? It's not a matter of complaining to governments. It's a matter of persistently complain, complaining to governments, even when you know darn well that the elected representative ain't going to see the thing you're sending in. His A's going to see it. The statistics are getting kept all the time, and the more folk who are complaining about the same things, they've got to eventually take, take notice and say, you know, the folk are really noticing here. All the cons and rackets that we're up to. Because how else are you going to reform any kind of society that com is completely controlled at the top on behalf of an elite by the neuroscientists and the behaviorists and the psychologists, all the psychopathic groups that know how you tick and how to make you tick and change the actual tick that you give off? And it's done on a massive scale every darn day. Here's your thoughts for the day. It starts off with the news in the morning. Here's your thoughts for the day. But nowhere do I hear anybody, anybody asking, saying, you know, there's, there's, there's millions of us. How many millions would it take for us all to complain at the same time about something and for them to notice? No, you're swung right back again to vote for this, vote for that. The one will do all for us. Just get the one in the office. Ay ay. And Bernays knew all this stuff a long time ago. Because we were so well studied way back then too. But as I say, you know, For many, many years, I've read all, all the depressing stuff. I've read the, about the reports about, oh, there's too many of you. Too, we're overpopulated with you. You know, the wrong kinds of you. Yeah. I've heard ordinary people start to prattle this stuff off too. Because they watch TV and stuff, and they start to believe it all. They have no idea that what's been presented to them is, again, distorted and so on to make their, to bend their opinion. Everything always is. Always is. If I wanted to, I could have you all terrified about sheep walking about all over the place and killing folk. Quite simple. Until that's all you would hear. 
an outbreak of just, you know, just sheep going walking everywhere through highways and, and cars getting smashed up and so on. Just, just madness. It's, it's all to do with conology, how you present it to the public. You set it up and you make it appear to be so. They'll believe it. We'll believe worse than that already, haven't we? Haven't we? So how many people are truly sane out there? What's life for? What is life? You think about it, what is life? You know? I've had many discussions, I've read them years ago too, about, say, the golem, where the computer is a type of a golem, and is it trying to strive towards pure artificial intelligence, but something that's still a servant to see a slave. What are you? What are you? How much money do you generate for your governments? And how many of you say you're free? How many of you have had any comeback from any government department showing you what they spend from the money they take from you? And the wages that they give out to each other at the top? Ever seen that? No, <laughs> nope, that would be the real magic act if you ever see that. But you keep putting out the party line. Oh, we're free. You're only free to parrot the party line, but it was authorized for you to parrot. That's, called, that's freedom, you see. Anything else is taboo. You'll find, too, when groups of men, especially men, other bringing women in now to swear allegiance to something in their little groups, you see, uh, that no matter what happens, they will still give out the party propaganda line, even if, uh, if God himself came down and told the public this is all a lie and they're liars. They'd still lie to the bitter end. People who take oaths and give oaths to each other will do that. That's why you see this insanity often at the end of wars and things. But here's an exact same article that I read a long, long time ago. Uh, but it's the same thing. As you use the same spiels, because they have books of spiels, uh, you know, excuses and so on, propaganda. And all you get fed now is propaganda about Syrian warplanes counterattack rebels near Aleppo. Now, Aleppo recently in Syria got attacked by the supposed rebels, or, or, or friendly rebels. These are not the bad rebels, you know, like the, like the ones that chop your head off. These are the more moderate rebels that only slit your throat and watch you die. Uh, this, this is the rubbish they feed us all the time. As the U.S. and Britain and other countries too, and Israel naturally, all the countries involved, all the ones, that all the dogs have got, are in the fight over there. Uh, I've got a say in this, what happens, you see. Except the country under attack. And, um, and to give you rubbish like, we've got, we've got moderate rebels, even though you've had them come out, uh, some of the so-called moderates, and say that there's no such thing, as they, they go back and forth and join different groups all the time to the most extreme, to the most, you know, whatever. So, uh, but this is the rubbish they feed you. Now, no, to, to remember, this is all from propaganda agencies that work with all the media. 
to give you this rubbish. And the U.S. admitted, I think earlier this year, and we read the article too, that um, there was now no no restraint on the using the use of propaganda directly on the American people anymore for war purposes. So they gave this rubbish again and again and again. So the U.S. is now going to back the moderate rebels by more. Um, uh, high ad- advanced technology, weaponry, and all the rest of it. I'll put a little link up to Aleppo. You'll see the normal folk getting slaughtered. You know, mothers, dads, granddads, that, that kind of thing. Normal folk getting slaughtered uh, by the rebels. And they're trying to make you, why are we even getting involved in this? Like, our minds involved in this? Let's be honest about it. The first thing a bully will do is to try to get the, the crowd behind him to back him and, and back the reasons he wants to smash this little guy's face in. He wants you to be on board with why he wants to smash this little guy's face in. That's what bullies do. Why, why are we getting the same propaganda for years now? And the and Joe public will never be told the truth as to why they want the Syrian government, uh, that they've demolished every other government across the Middle East till they're back in the Stone Age. Millions of folk have been slaughtered here. As we munch away or, or sandwiches and, and watch the latest rubbish on television, you know, and comedy and so on. And they're still at it. Still at it, yeah. And now they're going to use their tax money to supply the so-called moderates again to get rid of Assad. Because that was one of the, cu- the countries, as you know, Syria was on, on the list for, for getting totally taken down for the new American century. I read it years ago. I've read it quite a few times, over and over, on the air live. And it's the same agenda. It's never going to change because men got together, made their oaths, and they're never going to change what they said. They'll lie to the world, but, but they'll teach other, they'll They'll be steadfast at the end. Strange thing that, eh? Strange thing that you, you would rather take the world down and whole nations down than admit you could be wrong, isn't it? Well, that's a psychopath for you. And that's the history of the world too, isn't it? <laughs> so, that's one link I'll put up tonight. And then it ties in with U.S. Ready's Plan B to arm Syria rebels. You know, the moderate ones. Just for those who care to look into it, yes, bad news. It's not happy stuff. It's not happy stuff. But it's real stuff. It's real. And then yet um, America's legacy will be its downfall. Empire always comes home. And that's from May the 6th, 2016, by Brandon Turbeville. Talk about the Middle East again. And then, just to tie it all in, to show you the continuity of all of this stuff, is an, an article from 2015, from Pol Pot to ISIS, the, the Blood Never Dried. Excellent article. To show you how the propaganda goes on and on and on. And millions of people are purposely deceived at home. Generations of them as some other strange breed or party goes on in secrecy and, and creates our whole reality for us and our future 
and all foreign policy. Hmm? But this article here uh, has a little bit from John Pilger. Personally, I don't know how the guy survives because he's been fighting this for his whole darn life. But it says here, in transmitting President Richard Nixon's orders for a massive bombing of Cambodia in 1969, Henry Kissinger said, anything that flies on everything that moves. As Barack Obama wages his seventh war against the Muslim world since he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Again, you talk about double think and double speak and real mind, mind bombing. Eh? This is an, and Francois uh, Hollande promises a merciless attack on the rubble of Syria. The orchestrated hysteria and lies make one almost nostalgic for Kissinger's murderous honesty. Yep. Amazing, eh? And yet, we are the citizenry have been trained that this is all quite normal. This is normal. When you accept, as I say, when you accept the whole nations, as long as they're over there, are subject daily to the high-tech weaponry that we produced. And stuff comes out of the sky at such a speed you don't even see it coming. And blows you up. It's just saying goodbye to your ma, your dad, whoever it happens to be. And then bang, they're gone. Or maybe you're gone, or your feet have gone, or your legs. Whatever it happens to be, this is normal for people in the world. Who live in a different reality than the one, our propagandized one that we live in. That's, that's normalcy. And we, put, we accept this as normal. We've been trained that somehow they're not really real people. You know, that's how it's done. They're not really real people. And you have double think and double speak and so on. I love my government, I love my country, because they would never do anything so horrible as, as what's being portrayed there. Well, other ones in administrations come out and admit, yeah, they are doing exactly that. They are murdering, slaughtering, and so on. And you accept both versions. And you can turn on to a comedy and laugh your head off at night, then go to bed and sleep. What's wrong with us? Because technically, we'd have to be psychotic to, to be that way. Well, I guess there's a lot of psychotic folk around. It's called perfect conditioning. Perfect conditioning. And as I say, well, they always, you know, the people always complain about these. But they don't give you any answers. Hey, how many times will I repeat it? You are your own champion. You can all write. You, 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 you've, you've all got your fancy little cell phones and stuff. You're all texting. You can all text your governments and say, why are we continuing to borrow money to pay for the weaponry to slaughter folk across the world that we don't know? because of agendas that were made years ago. You don't say that. Oh, I'm scared to put my head up above the, above the, the fog song. And then, then people who are speaking out about it, who are taking the risks, are accused by the same people who won't, who won't do a darn thing um, for not changing it. 
See, you want, you want, you are, you are the little cowards that that are portrayed so well in uh, the Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns, as they call them. That's you to a T. That's you to a T. The one thing that has been shown all down through eons of history, never be a champion for the people. Occasionally someone can come along and show me be a champion for themselves. But don't ever be mistaken for a champion for the people. Because if you don't, if you're not the kind of champion they want you to be, they'll crucify you. That's happened before, isn't it? They'll call you a loser because you, yeah, yeah, you're lost. See, what did they do? Nothing, nothing at all. They say, "Stand by, I'm behind you all the way." Till they run off. You see, to never be a champion for the people, the people, like the mass of the people. The mass of the people are perfectly conditioned. They're quite happy with any regime uh, that comes down the pike. And that is insane. I can remember a long time ago that big propaganda program of uh, Star Trek, which really showed you, it was really a, a blueprint for it. Well, they're trying to get it through into the old children's heads about the goodness of this multicult uh, planetary system, interplanetary system that got together for free trade across the, the galaxy. It was all to do with the world, the planet Earth here, and, and um, uh, NATO and the UN, basically. But one of the episodes, too, oh, the problem of, of overpopulation and wars. There is all of it, you see. That's what they said. And so two... two Empires, with a notion apart, were planned, worked by computers to send off com- uh, so many um, missiles, I guess, uh, every week to blow up a certain amount of their supposed enemy. So you didn't have to have real wars anymore. You just sent off the missiles and they would take out so many of yours and you'd take out so many of theirs. And so you kept that the score average then that was it. It saved you all the material and waste of war, you see. Just the people got killed. And the people would just get a little notice that they would, that technically if this thing was real, they'd have been hit. So turn yourself in, go into the extermination booth, and they evaporate you. Problem solved with population. And I thought at the time, uh, that could work. They'd believe it. Because unfortunately, Bernays and the rest of them weren't just playing at uh, tiddlywinks. They, they were, when they were studying all of us and so on, all these different organizations, using your money naturally, uh, this was to be used seriously upon everyone to make people do and be the, the, the kind of people that the elite wanted them to be. Totally conditioned. They didn't see any difference. They wrote lots and lots of books about it, still do, between training an animal and training a person. You see, and that way they believed they could create the perfect docile, obedient uh, slave, hard-working slave, uh, on behalf of the elite, who would always be wild, 
because the elite would guide planet Earth and they'd have to retain their, their survival capabilities, you would not need them as a docile slave because the state and all the agencies of the state would, making, would make all the decisions for you. That's here. That is here, folks. That's here. So the next time you hear, well, they give you bad news, but they don't give us any way to, to fix anything. Go and, as you used to say, wash your, wash your mouth out. Go wash your mouth out. Maybe wash your brain out too. There's nothing stopping you from complaining. Huh? There's nothing stopping you from complaining to any, any agency. And it's not mean even complaining, just inquiring. Like, e.g., so much money was taken in for this this year. Could you please send me a breakdown as to where it went? And so on. Simple stuff, isn't it? Well, they might notice you. Yeah, they might. Huh? Yeah, they might notice you. They might get ticked off with you. But you see, there's no Clint Eastwood going to ride into town and clean it up for you. It ain't going to happen. Who does that leave? Hmm? There's your bottom line. Now, I'm not going to prattle on for an hour, obviously. And, uh, yeah, a lot of you have heard this kind of stuff before, but that's not the point. The point is, yeah, you should start questioning yourself, question your own sanity. Question what made you just go and turn on some TV thing and, and laugh at the first thing that came across. Why did you laugh? How can you have double think horror in your in your mind and then suddenly you laugh at something? Think of the power that those who worked on your brain for so long have over you and how to shake it, you see. Now, obviously, with what I went through at the hospital and all the rest of it, isn't repaired. It's going to take a long time if I can get the right things and I might have to uh, I'm doing a lot of searching to find there to get the right things and so on, which I know exactly what to get. But uh, because they're expensive and it's in Canada, they pretty well cut me off in the hospital because of the expense factor. I guess I'm not, I don't rate uh, this particular drug. Um, although somebody obviously does since they make the darn thing, you see. I wonder who they've given it to in the past. But again, you'll never get that, that list given to you, will they? You'll never see that. But, as I say, I've got a lot to do to, to repair myself, no doubt about it. My th- voice keeps going every so often. So even when you hear me prattling on like this, you have no idea how long it took and how many pauses I took to give my voice a break. You see. And uh, it isn't just the, the old vocal cords here. It's a lot of things as well. I keep falling asleep because I, I lost so much darn blood. Thank goodness I didn't get a transfusion because there's been so many horror reports about folk who have got transfusions, as you well know. You know. So, like everything else, again, I guess there's, there's different streams of blood even uh, because I would never give that kind of stuff with, with an if. Anything with an iffy on it would never be given to someone who's very, very important. I'd also like to thank all the people who email me and um, give me words of encouragement and so on. 
Because that's what everything's about. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what all the talks are about. That's what everything's about. It's, it's about each other. That's what it's about. It's about each other, where it boils down to it. And you're attempting to preserve all the things which are still natural to each other, you see, which is survival. Someone living like, you know, cut off from everything emotionally and everything is not, is not surviving in a natural way. Because you are part of something. And what makes us survive uh, at all is the natural processes of interaction and the sharing of what truly are the common values, not the new nonsense of insanity that's pushed down your throat by governments. The true values. I've mentioned before many times how all countries, including the one I was brought up in, would help people coming back from hospitals and send, you know, food over, uh, make it, you know, prepared food for people who were really, really sick. That was a natural thing to do. No one told the people to do that. They didn't form an organization to do it. They all did it naturally. It was the same everywhere. That was a natural way. That's a natural human response to each other, you see. And that's what really all this is about. That's what you're fighting for at all. You're fighting for plastic garbage that won't last long and more of it. Or you're fighting to preserve the, the true nature of humanity. Underneath all the materialism and the rubbish that's promoted into you and all the, the hate that's constantly spewed into your brain through the authorized media telling you who to hate now, who your new enemy is. Who is it, the East Asia or West Asia, eh? By God, I'm telling you. Because if they can eliminate natural responses of helping each other, it's truly game over. Truly, truly game over, you see. And the right word at the right time can really be a tremendous benefit to people. Tremendous benefit. As I say, too, in the hospital, it's such a contrast to see the staff. I'm talking about nursing staff and right down to even the, the people who brought the food up. And, and I'm telling you, I'd lost so much darn weight. That's uh, the talk about hospital food. I was starving. When my appetite came back, I was starving. Starving. And it tasted like, like, like um, nectar, food of the gods. Didn't matter what it was. Starving it was. And everybody was so darn polite. It wasn't until you, you met some of the higher quacks, the doctors, who were in on the big secret to do with, uh, well, you know, here's the age group, here's your, your sta standing in society, here's blah, blah, blah. They don't, they're not telling you this naturally. They just want to get you off the only medication that was working because it was too expensive for the likes of you. <laughs> Then you're often in the street with a doctor, a family doctor or anything, because you just can't get one here. So then you better know how to take care of yourself, or you're done for. That's a contrast of two types coexisting in the same institution, the ones who really try to help you, and the ones who are a bit higher, you see, with the, the status, who 
are in on the big, big secrets of commerce and uh, 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 economics. Economics, yep. Yep. Got you something, isn't it? doesn't matter how much money you paid into the system either. Through mandatory law, you've got to pay into the system for years. doesn't matter. doesn't matter at all. And so when you're looking into the kind of topics I go into, especially the sciences behind them, teach yourself, teach yourself, and not to lose yourself in it all. Moderate your time, basically. To keep your own sanity. And don't live in fear. And don't don't think that you have to tune in to some regular program that's going to terrify the blazes out of you. And that, that if you don't tune in that day when you miss something that's vital to your survival, that won't happen. That won't happen. That's a technique again. Uh, for you to, to look in, to look into the shows. That's how these shows make so much money, through advertising. And they tell the customers that, that their rates are so high because every day we bring in so many people. So it's a numbers game, you see. The more they can get in, the more money they can demand from advertisers. Everything is commerce, everything, you see. And like all commerce, you can't have honesty. Unfortunately, you can't get you just can't get honesty in a profit commercial system of economics. You just can't get it. It's all they're always. I don't keep you started from scratch. There are always those immediately say, "Well, I can get more. I can get a lot more." And if I just tweak this a little bit here, or tweak that a little bit, or or just um, spun it a little bit, didn't give the straight facts on it, I can get more money. It's all about me and profits and money, you see. So, unfortunately, that's built into human nature. And you'll never get honesty. Or an honest system can't exist either. And that goes with any kind of government versus the people or, or coexists with the people. It, it can't happen with, with honesty. You just won't get honesty with an economical system uh, running the whole darn show. Can't, it can't happen. And it won't happen. But as I say, don't kill yourself over bad news. Don't dwell on it. Don't get angry. You can get peeved, as I call it, a little bit peeved once in a while. But don't don't let it sit in your belly and eat you up. Because it will, you see. It'll eat you up. You do what you can. And also, all, all anyone can do that's what you, it might take generations. You're not the first generation uh, where the occasional person's got up there and pointed all these things out to them. And it can take generations. It's better than sitting and doing nothing. It's better to me, to my way of thinking, than just collapsing into the system and drooling at the mouth and watching comedies to distract myself, or lots of sex shows or something. Bernays talked about that, sex, you know. How we distract folk using sex. Distract them from slaughters by using sex. Bikini Island. Hmm? Bikini Island. That was a, a psyops right there. 
Anyway, I can prattle on forever, but I'll be losing my voice again. It's a try to heal uh, what I've lost <laughs> and and keep on going. Now, Hamish, too, I managed to get him loosened up to an extent. He doesn't seem to be in pain. I mean, he's still going to go down the hill because he's got all these tumors. But uh, at least he doesn't seem to be in pain. And he's not just giving up like he was before when I was in the hospital. And uh, uh, it's quite nice, at least. I, I'd hoped to get one last summer from him. If possible, and I'll see how it goes, and uh, and I got to keep pushing for myself too to keep myself <laughs> ticking along here as well without overdoing it. And what I don't do too is, is give too many talks to people privately because I'm telling you, they can drain you, they can drain you and completely wear you out. And um, and some people too will take the bad news of my own health, what's happening, and and go kind of weird because a lot of folk can't handle. They can't handle the thought of death, you know. A lot of folk can't. So you have to be very, very careful who you talk to. Because the last thing you should have to do is to start calming someone else down on their behalf because of what's happening to yourself. (laughs) That's happened to me already a few times. So again, common sense, you know, common sense. It's all you have. Hopefully, you, you've still got it, and you can make it flourish again too if you're starting to lose it. And I hope I haven't just prattled off the top of my head here and left a lot of nonsense in your, in your heads, because um, I always think that things truly are relevant, and we do have we do have a, a form, a kind of duty here uh, to ourselves and others, and, and for those who have been as well, not just for those to come. For every soul that's ever existed trying to get a, a decent society, something decent amongst massive corruption. You know, that's what it's all about. It's striving, striving. Not for some communistic, totalitarianist system either, you know. Uh, but for the decency that humanity can be capable of, of, of showing. And, and living in too. Well, from Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me. Your God or your God's go with you. <laughs>